Welcome to the latest edition of One Morning I'm Going Home and Going to Bed. Justin Vargo here with Josh Jones, recording this action-packed episode on Thursday, August the 19th. And the drinks were your idea, so you want to divulge what that's all about. Well, we're drinking just beer. Well, we're drinking beer platinum. It's, it's, how, like it's platinum. how we're drinking them. It's, we're drinking them out of sippy cups. Sippy cups. Yeah, that didn't, it didn't even, even make a sound when we, we tapped them. Because uh, if we don't we don't find a way to the ACC, Big tw- Ten, or the SEC, we are left at the kiddies table. We're at the kiddies table. Yep. Unfortunately. I don't think a lot of kiddies drink this in their sippy cups. Though. Yeah, well, maybe a few, you know. Yeah. We are in southern West Virginia. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We're going, we're going lidless, though. We're, we're going lidless, we're not, yeah. I don't think we can navigate the lids. No, no, no. So. It's, it's one of those weird ones, too, where you kind of... Press on the side, and releases, and that's yeah. I don't, I'm not even sure I could have been. Yeah. I could have navigated that transaction. I don't anyway. even know how it works. I can barely pull it the off without the lift. Define me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really don't know there's how a lot works. of things that define me. <laughs> Just throwing it up there and drinking it down. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So we'll get into that. We'll get a little bit more in depth here in a little yeah. bit. But uh, so it's been about a month. So uh, what you uh, what you had going on the last last month or so? A uh, couple things. Uh, I, I was playing a lot of golf, uh, which I hadn't done in a while. Uh, we played the goat tournament, which is you know, my favorite tournament. It's people uh, think it's named after goat. Was one of the the main organizers of it. Actually, the golf overindulgence alcohol tournament. There was one time one guy got arrested because uh, he went to the strip club in Charleston on Saturday night, and uh, uh, he got he got pulled over the way home with. We got arrested for drug and driving. He had cocaine in the car and two strippers or two hookers. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a tough one to explain. So he didn't show up for the Sunday. Uh, so in the rule sheet it says if your partner so can't he, make it so, or gets arrested. So, so, what so what you're telling me is he was DQ'd for day two. But you have to play on your own. You yeah. can't you can't just DQ. Well, he was playing. He wasn't by himself though. Well, it's a team of it. Yeah. So it's if you take your both. So me and Dad played in it. Yeah. And we won it, you know, last time we played it in 2018. And that's when you know, I shot my best two rounds ever. I shot, like, a 72 or 73 back-to-back days. We played really well and won the tournament. And you win, like, $1,000. Yeah, it's a pretty big pot. Yeah, so... Uh, they got we, a bunch of teams, too. Oh, yeah, we had 20. There were 26 teams in it this year. Um, so, anyway, I so we played this year, and I was playing fairly well. not great. But... Uh, I shot a 72 the first day. When Dad didn't play very well, I shot a 72 the first day. Um, Dad played a lot better the second day, but I shot 69, first ever round under par. Nice. Yeah, I was. How many I, times did you improve your life? Uh, well, the, the, the rules there, you can I bump know, it. You can bump it, but you had to put, you had to put everything out. But, uh, but yeah, man, I shot a 69. That's I was awesome. I was pumped. I I I bogeyed, I birdied the first two holes, bogeyed the next two holes, bogeyed six. And then I went lights out, birdie seven, birdie nine, part the rest, birdie seventeen. Caution, flammable. Yeah, man, it was it was fun. I had a good time. I got drunk. Uh, I find woo. that hard to believe. Oh, it's free alcohol. It's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> so I, I sat there and drank until the golf tournament ended and came home. And then the next day we got up and went and moved to or uh, went to Niagara Falls. That's right. So that we went to Niagara Falls. That. It was yeah. great, man. I, it was really cool. Town's weird. It's Smaller than I thought, but uh, the, you, the difference between the American side and the Canadian side is like night and day. We didn't go with the Canadian side because Ella's not vaccinated and she, we'd have to quarantine. Does the American side know how to pronounce their O's? Maybe. Okay. Sometimes. It depends on, depends on who you talk to. When then. you crossed over, did you, did <laughs> you, mis, did you intentionally over. mispronounce your O's? Yes, I wanted to. What's that on the boot? <laughs> but uh, 
we didn't go to the Canadian side, but I was talking to somebody who uh, is up there. It's like Vegas over there. It's like it's really? all everything's new, flashy, and bright. And the American side is like, Bleh. <laughs> it's like Paint Creek. Yeah. Well, we did all the touristy stuff. We went down to the Cave of the Winds, which is you actually go down uh, underneath and you took the bottom of the falls. And we did the boat, made the mist tour. And so we did that, and we came back, and we went to Pittsburgh, and went to this water park in Pittsburgh called Sandcastle, which was awesome. We spent about seven hours there, and then we, we tried to go to the baseball game, and we got rained out. Yeah. So it was a good vacation. It was good to get away, take a week off work, and had a good time. Yeah. Good. Spent a lot of money. You know how it goes. Yeah, I know all the time. <laughs> so what have you been up to the last month? Well, for the last show that we did, I was the following week, I was going to Maryland to hang out with... Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you, yeah. I haven't told you anything. No, I haven't heard a story. So we went to uh, up right near West, Deep Creek Lake, Deep Creek right. Lake in Maryland. It was me, Chips, Gwen, Stepinski, and Davies, which I hadn't seen any of those guys in two years, obviously. Yes. Everything's going on. So the plan was I got up early Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and I was going to drive to Bridgeport, pick Chips up, or leave my truck there and drive with him. Right. And then we were going to make our way to, to Maryland, where Gwen was already there, and then Stepinski and Davies drove separately. So I leave here about 8.45. I get to the Fayetteville Exxon Dunkin' Donuts. I went through the drive-thru, gassed up, got coffee. So I texted Chips at 9 o'clock in Fayetteville. I said, I'm leaving Fayetteville right now. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. So I'm humming down the road. And I, you know, I tend to exceed the speed limit. Yeah. But still, by about 10.40, I'm 10. pulling into his driveway. Uh-huh. So I pull into the driveway, shut the truck off, get out. Ring the doorbell. Nothing. Did you go to his new house or his no, old his house? His new house. Okay. <laughs> Ringing again. Nothing. I'm like, that son of a bitch is still asleep. So I called him. It rings like four times and he's like, hello? And I was like, dude, I mean, are we doing this or what? <laughs> yeah, we've been planning this shit for like a month. He's like, where are you? I was like, I'm in your fucking driveway. He's like, already? It's like I texted you at nine o'clock. It's been almost two hours. Oh, well, I'm at Home Depot with Cam. I'll be there in about a half hour. Oh, no. Yeah. He wasn't even home. No. Hell no. And what was funny was the night before, Gwen and him were joking. They were like, oh, I hope Chips rolls out the red carpet for you. So all I put in the text chain was, I was like, if you thought he rolled out the red carpet, you'd be wrong. I was like, he wasn't even here rolling no out the carpet. But to his credit, he's, he can open his garage door from his phone. Uh-huh. So he did open the garage door and allow me to go inside and use the facilities. <laughs> So that was great. So I thought, well, we're off you to tell a, you, If you don't, I'm shitting in New York. We're off, to a, <laughs> we're off to a resounding start. So we get up there, and Gwen's brother, Jeff, which you met Jeff, yeah. he's got a real nice place. Up. He's had that place up there for a long time. So we get up there, and, and we go to this nice little Italian place, eat dinner. And then we bar hop to a couple places. And, I mean, it was there was people everywhere. And then we ended up settling at this place that was right across the street from where the condo was. And... We're sitting at the bar, and this is probably the third third bar we've been to, and we're knocking them back. And I look over, and there's two girls sitting at the end of the bar. And uh, I told Gwen, I said, I'm going to send them to a shot. He was like, all right. I said, eh. I was like, I don't know, Gwen. I was like, maybe I shouldn't. I was like, I don't think they look old enough. He's like, no, nah, man, they're good. They're good. And I was like, eh. <laughs> I was like, the more I'm looking at it now, as I cover my right eye, I'm thinking this is a and bad you, idea. You are terrible about guessing people's ages. Well, too. no, but I, actually on this, this <laughs> one, I was right. Because I first looked at them, and I was like, oh, those girls are cute. And I was like, let's send them a shot. And then we started talking, and I looked, and then I really started watching them. And stuff. I was like, eh, uh, this is, is going to be a coin flip. 
So I told the bartender, I was like, come here. I said, send them two shots, whatever they want. So she goes over there. And meanwhile, I initially had, I said yes, and then I was backed off. And Gwen's like, no, 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 no. They're, they're, yeah. they're of age. Yeah. So the bartender comes back over. She's like, nope, they're 20. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Gwen was like, Gwen was like, in your defense, you said they probably were. And I talked you into doing it anyway. So, there was three bachelorette parties going on. Holy cow. Three bachelorette parties going on. So we're having a good time mingling, talking to girls, this and that. So there was like this club adjacent to the bar we were in that didn't open until 10 o'clock. Uh. So at 10 o'clock, everybody kind of filters over into there. So we're in there, and it's, it's you know, all the lights are off. we got disco lights on. Well, on the back side, there's like this little ring. It's like a rubber room here uh. with a bull. In the middle. Oh, yeah. And guess who got on the bull? Chips. I mean, you hit the same twice. But so did Stepinski. No. I, think, I don't know if Gwen did or not. Me and Davies didn't get on there. <laughs> so my, boy, my boy gets on the bull. He, he actually did pretty good. Stepinski did pretty good. Gwen has a video of Stepinski. For some reason, none of us took a video of Chips, which we should have. Yeah. So the night proceeds. It's about, I don't know, midnight. Because we started probably 1 o'clock. So we were, and we were doing some heavy lifting. Bart, the bouncer, was probably 6'9", 250, Ooh. big old dude. Uh, He's back here tending bar. And, I mean, literally, I'm standing here, and Chips was somewhere off behind me. And he looks at me, and he goes, hey. I said, yeah. He said, is he with you? And I said, yep. I just ordered a beer. He uh, said, he needs to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and, and, I mean, ordinarily, I mean, I've been with Chips on many, many escapades, uh, uh, and I can usually remember... When he commits a serious infraction, uh, I really don't know what he did this time. So we so we gather him up, we leave, we go back to the condo. Get up the next morning, well, I wake up. I ended up sleeping in one bed. Davies and Gwen slept in two different beds upstairs, and Stepinski and Chip slept on the couch in the fold-out downstairs. So get up, you know, groggy-eyed, 8.30. Got this text message from Stepinski to the group. Uh, he was like, sorry, guys, had to pull the Irish exit, uh, you know, Chips' alarm went off, and I, 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 I had to get out of here. So come to find out, Chips is sleeping on the on the futon or the fold on the floor. Uh-huh. Dispensy's on the couch. Chips wakes up at like 6.15 in the morning and decides, we don't need to drink any more beer, as if we were going to. So he takes the cooler of beer out to his truck and to get his Pedialyte, which is his yeah. Gatorade for the next day. Well, apparently that transaction took long enough to where he had not, I don't know if he didn't turn his alarm off. His alarm was set for 6.30. And it's like a nuclear bomb. I mean, it's like, so it's going off. So Stepinski wakes up. He's like, first of all, why does this motherfucker have his alarm set for 6.30 in the morning on a Sunday? So his alarm goes off. And Stepinski came back to sleep. So Chips comes back in. He's got his pee light. I don't know what kind of interaction they had so Stepinski lays down tries to go back to sleep can't so he gets up and just leaves so Chips gets on the couch so we all wake up we read Stepinski's text we're like man you know what the hell happened and Stepinski's like well Chips decided to set his alarm so I had to leave and Chips was like yep and I got the couch as soon as you left (laughs) and Quinn said yep Chips is playing chess and the rest of us are playing checkers (laughs) I said oh yeah I said, yeah, that's about right. So, so that that ended the ended the weekend. So he's bringing me back to his house, and we're riding along. We're talking about things, 
and he's talking about his baby's mama. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, we're, we, you get along, but, you know, we're kind of on the outs about certain things. And he said, uh, he said, I can't get away from her. I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, he said, she even cock blocked me at church. <laughs> and I stopped for a second and I said, do what? <laughs> he, said, he said, yeah, she cock blocked me at church. He was, Chips goes to church. Well, yeah, apparently so. Okay. Okay. All right. Good, good I'll for listen him. to the new yeah. <laughs> So he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm sitting in the pew, you know, looking around, and all of a sudden, here comes Nikki, plops down beside me. How am I supposed to do anything with that? I'm like, well, first of all, why are you picking up girls at church? And he's like, well, it's better than picking them up at the bar. And I was like, okay, fair. I mean, like, but I mean, he said it with, like, it didn't even miss a beat. He was like, she cock blocked me at church. I was like, there's a word grouping I thought I'd never hear together. Almost. If I would have been driving, I'd have wrecked. If I would have been driving, I'd have wrecked. I, I, I don't think we've ever told a story, so I don't, I don't know if we could tell it or not. So I'll, I won't tell it, but the story he told us that last time with the Baylor game. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if we could tell that story, but it involved her too. <laughs> but that might be one of the best chip stories ever. We'll, we'll talk to a break if we can share that at all. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we, will. we will do that. So, yeah, so that, that trip was, was, was epic. Is that oh when you said you were going, I was like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to hear the stories, and I'm sure there's background stories too. There, there. are, there are a few. <laughs> there are a few. He 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 was doing this number, trying to. I don't know if he was what he was flexing for. But one of the guys on our chains has now turned that into like an over the top infomercial. Yes. <laughs> I'll show you some of the pictures. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. I did, and, and Steely, the, the godfather of the show, he, he mentioned he's been listening, believe it or not. What? Yeah. He said, you got to bring up the fact, he thought this was hilarious, because he, you know, I write his insurance. Uh-huh. Okay. And Steely, he's, he's a numbers guy. Oh, yeah. You know, and he's he's very successful, and there's a reason why he's yeah. successful. But whenever his companies have to go through audits, you have to provide your, your gross sales and and. My boy, he, he's reluctant to divulge that information. <laughs> so he started calling me Grossman. He said, hey, Grossman, you tell him. Grossman? Yeah, he's like, you t-. he started calling me Gross. He said, you're Gross. You're Grossman. He always asks about my fucking Gross. He said, I'm going to ask Jim Lively and all them what their Gross is. <laughs> so he's been calling me Gross for the last three or four weeks because he's pissed off when he did his audit. Like it's my fault. Yeah, exactly. Like you have any control uh, on that. I love my boy. I love my boy. But we, I, showed, I showed you I showed you Riley Phillips on the news earlier. Mm-hmm. It's his cousin. Mm-hmm. I've been talking to her a little bit on LinkedIn. No, 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 no. Not like that. Not like that. Not like that. Not like that. I was surprised because I'm never on LinkedIn. And, and we were talking about advertising on LinkedIn. So I got on LinkedIn. And I, was, uh, I was like, you know, I'm here. I'll update my things. I looked on it. And I was like, I was like oh, people you may know. I was like. It's Justin Fargo. Oh, like, how you doing? Well, I had signed up for it like 20 years ago when I was in college. And I went through and updated it like a year or two ago. Now that we've gone through this merger, right. they want us to update our profiles and everything. So I requested to connect with her because I saw uh, her on there. And she accepted it. And uh-huh. I, I was telling her how I know Jason. He's one of my best friends. We run around one thing or another. Well, they had a family reunion last weekend. Did you go? No, but I tried to invite myself. <laughs> you should have just crashed it. Well, oh, well no. shit, what are y'all doing here? here. I told Jason, I, I said, I got beer in the car. I said, is your, uh, I said, so this family reunion, is it a plus one? <laughs> he's like, he's like, God damn you, Margo. But I mean, she's, she's tough. Yeah, she's good looking. But, 
So I told him, I said, uh, so I, I texted her. I said, you tell, or not text her, yeah, whatever you do on LinkedIn. Yeah. And I said, because uh, she did that, that thing on uh, 59 News where her and the other reporter were camping. And uh-huh. I said, you be sure and tell Jason that you're a better outdoors person than he is. When, <laughs> I said, when you see him at the reunion. And she said, ha, ha, I will. So I told him like two days before, I was like, man, can I go to the reunion? Of course, Jana caught wind of it. You're not going to the reunion with him to meet that girl. I was like, Jana, first of all, she's closer to Garrett's age than she is my age. I got a better chance of waking up five inches taller tomorrow than I do to having a chance in hell with her. So I texted So he texted me, taunting me. He's like, Riley's here. I just gave her a t-shirt. I said, put in a good word for me. And then he went dark. He's like, oh, JV. He's like, JV, I was busy. So then he sends me a picture of her and like a couple of the younger cousins. I was like, dude, you know what? That's bullshit. <laughs> but he did get me a company shirt, which I've been asking for for nine years. <laughs> I finally got a vast vending pole. Nice. Yeah. So, nice. So that was good. So Is it blue and gold? No, it's it's blue, but it's not really the blue that I thought it was going to be, but it's still a good looking blue. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting on one for nine years, so I'm thankful that I got yeah. it. So beggar, beggars can't be choosers. That's exactly right. Beggars can't be choosers. All right, so jumping into sports, a lot's happened since we. Yeah. Uh, so the TBT happened. We won two, lost one. Yeah. Sags didn't play. We're, surprise, surprise. The, the, one game, the whole game of watch that we, that yeah. we lose. Yeah. I think. That team did that team end up winning? They beat Bayhams team? It was no, them and Bayhams. Bayhams team won. They made it to the finals. Okay. All right, so, yeah. so that was. Uh, that would have been kind of cool because all those games were in Charleston. Yeah. But you were right, though. That team, you know, we talked about. I thought it'd be, but when they didn't have Sags, but they they were offensively not as good as I thought they would be. Right. They just didn't have. They needed Jay Sean Page. I mean, if we had Jay Sean Page, Page it'd be, it'd be a okay. different story. Yeah. They just they just weren't as good. Because Staten played well, and and Adrian had some moments too. And, yeah, and, and, you know, Staten used to be money on that little uh, yeah. pull up jumper, he, he and it wasn't it wasn't as as money as no, Philip played okay. K, now KJ up. carried us the first game. Oh yeah. They and they stopped, you know, but teams started centering on him. They knew that he was our offense. That we, everything went through our yeah. – and once, once teams started focusing on him, especially in the second half of the game, we, we couldn't make outside shots. Didn't that know. one game we did, yeah. you know, but yep. got to make outside shots. Got to make outside shots. So, so that was that. And, then of course, with the draft, Deuce fell to 36, ended up at the Knicks, and uh, he's been tearing shit up. I was like, you know, I, I texted out as soon as I was like, he should have stayed. But he should have went. I mean, he he's a pro. He's a pro. He's man. a pro. I mean, he he he'd help different you next year, but he wouldn't help himself. Mm-hmm. He he might have moved up to the first round. Oh, but we'd he's have gonna, been we'd have been a top five team with him next year. Yeah, he's got he's got a guaranteed two year contract, so make over a million dollars. And I think I mean he he's got enough offensive. I mean he's got areas of his game he needs to work on, which you know I get that. But he doesn't turn the ball over, and he plays defense. Yeah. And and, and, all he likes him. and 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 the other guards on the t- they got Grimes kids been playing well, but you got Kimball Walker and Derrick Rose, which neither one of them is going to play in defense. Right. He's going to play. He's going to play. And, and I mean, he's not going to play twenty and, minutes a game. No, no, and, and he's not going to play every game. What they're going to play do is apparently their uh, G League team is re- real close, so he'll alternate coming back and forth to give those other guys breaks. But he'll get playing time. Yeah, this he'll year. play. He'll, he'll play. play. He's he's a fan favorite. Period. I think they, play, they played five or six games. He's averaging fifteen points and like four boards, yeah. three assists. So. Exactly. I think one game he was like six of six from three. Oh man, that one, that one, it hit at the end of a half the other game that was just unbelievable. Yeah. He hit like two threes in the steal. Doug was yeah, like, God, it up, man. But uh, I think somebody said best. I can't remember who who tweeted it, but it was like he didn't make a mistake going pro. The pros made a mistake letting him go that long. No doubt. He, he should have went the first. He's gonna make him pay. Yeah. He's gonna That's make exactly. him pay. 
So the huge news, obviously, is Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. Then I mean, when I first saw that, I was like, I thought it was like an onion, or I was like, yeah. I was like, that's not it. And then I think somebody texted it. Swanigan like, did. Yeah, and I was like, nah, what the hell? And then and then it was like, holy shit, this is happening. Yeah. They are they are leaving. Man, it happened quick. I mean, like apparently Texas A and M leaked the story. They didn't, they didn't want the story to come out until after the playoffs have been set. But Texas A&M was like, bullshit, they fuck this, man. <laughs> we were going to own the Texas team. They and were the, not happy. They were not it. happy at all, even though they still voted yes. But at that point in time, what are you going to do? I think it was political at that point, yeah. probably. But, yeah, I mean, it I, I mean, it floored me. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't see that coming. I mean, uh, we, I don't think a lot of people saw it coming. I mean, exactly. I mean, you're thinking, at least we got some stability for the next couple of years until the we start renegotiating the TV contract. I heard that the TV contract was going to be less next time around. No matter what. Yeah, now and, and I think it's just why Texas and Oklahoma left. Yeah. But, well, I mean, you're talking, I mean, they don't know what it's going to be now, but I, I've seen anywhere from 65 to $75 million a team. Yeah. For those for, SEC, for SEC teams. Exactly. You know? I mean, and, that's, and, a, that's and a... Vanderbilt's was $65 million, we're going to be stuck with fucking 14 Ungoddamn believable. It's, it's it unbelievable is. what TV is. What ESPN has done ESPN did. to college sports. Yep. Well, it, let's face it, let's put the blame where it is. ESPN has done this to college sports. Well, they forced, they are where they we are now. Realignment the first go around. Yeah, exactly. But you know things. what, motherfucker, we'll be sitting there on Saturday yeah. morning watching goddamn college game day because it's the only show in town. I know. You know, you hope that it's never for you. And I don't know. It just sucks. It sucks that you know, you know, you get. We were kind of the second at fiddle of the Big East, and we we managed. I wish we never got into the Big Twelve now, and and we just snuck in with Louisville, got an ACC. I know. I just at that point, I mean, it, of course, hindsight's always twenty twenty. I, I guess we had to jump on. We had to do something. We'll be in UConn, which yeah. unfortunately look we might end up being UConn. Look what's happened to them. The only good thing that well, I don't want to say the good thing, but the the thing that I think is I think that the first go around when we were in talks with the SEC, we were in talks with with the Big Twelve, and then SEC obviously ended up taking Missouri. But from there's a few guys on. On rivals that don't post very often, but when they do, you know, people seem to lend a lot of what they had a lot of credence to what they say. Is that the SEC basically said, "Here's, here's what you're going to need to agree to in order for us to you to be where you need to be for to gain membership." And I'm believe, under the belief that we've spent the last ten years taking all that Big Twelve money and positioning ourselves yeah. from a facilities and an academic standpoint for this moment right here. It might still not be enough. Exactly. But we, we've got that R1 research status now from as far as academics mm-hmm. go. And, again, and, and Brad House said it best about two or three weeks ago on Sportsline. He said, he's talking about the ACC. He said, the first thing Shane Lyons needs to do, if we Just get tell, into a meeting with ACC, tell him shut said, up. I don't want to hear shit about academics. Yeah. Okay. With all the shit North Carolina's going through yeah. and Louisville, I don't want to hear shit about academics. Don't ac- say a Don't word. act like it's about Set academics because it ain't about exactly. academics. It's not about don't academics. Don't say, well, Doverview's not a good academic yeah. institute. Get out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, they they started down that road when they invited Louisville, and then then with the North Carolina shit where it wasn't just athletes. They were just, they had a class. They were just giving away free grades. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, don't, don't, don't sell me that shit. Don't give me that shit. So, yeah. so from an academic standpoint, we're there. We just spent $55 million renovating, renovating the football facilities, which I don't know if you saw that video. Oh, man. It's, that, I mean, it's, it's, Tony uh, Creed said it's... Well, in, in the words of uh, Judge Smales from Caddyshack, top notch, top notch. Well, that, that uh, quarterback recruit, what's his name? 
Left-hander. Nico? Yeah, Nico. He was on Three Guys for the Game. And, man, that was a great interview. It was. And uh, he said, you know, he's been all over the country. He said, best facilities he's seen. They're good. Man, they are, they, they are compatible. That's what I'm and, saying. and I agree with you. We are in the best shape for anything. We're going to be better. We still might not have some. And we might not. That's, that's what sucks. And, I mean, that's, and that's what sucks. And, I mean, because I don't think that we're – we can't. I don't know that we could do anything else. But the one thing that's a little bit encouraging, and maybe it's just me reading the tea leaves, it seems like that this time around versus last time around, there's a lot more positive. Other than like, I mean, you got a few guys like Dennis Dodd and a few of these other guys yeah. that, that are, you know, saying different things. But it seems like, especially from the ACC beat writers and and fans, there's a lot more positive vibes or perception about us than there than there was. Anywhere near the first go round. Yeah, exactly. And we had a couple of things going for us too. We're in like the top thirty when it comes to overall viewership between football and basketball. We're thirtieth in the last five years. Yeah, I mean, that's, so that that's good. And our social media engagement is what they because Oklahoma tried to get Oklahoma State. It's like you know we want Oklahoma State to come as well. And from what SEC told them was that they don't have the social media engagement mm-hmm. that, unless that, that that we need for for them to be in the league. So that, that's what kept Oklahoma State out yeah. was social media engagement. But we are high on that, too. Yep. So I'm hoping I, – I, I got two hopes. Now, one, we get into the ACC somehow because they just want to expand for volume and just to have, you know, a more – because they have a terrible deal. Oh, it's horrible. I mean, just a terrible deal. And it, it goes till 2036. Exactly. So their their hope maybe would be to extend you – know, maybe expand like 20 and we go, negotiate a new deal. Or AC, uh, SEC goes to 20. And it adds a few more. If the SEC goes to twenty, then that unless they can put. But see, everybody talks about well, Florida State and Clemson are vulnerable. I mean, I, I mean, Oklahoma and Texas. I mean, the TV rights runs out in twenty twenty five. They ain't staying that long. But, so the buyout's seventy million dollars. But ESPN still owes Texas one hundred fifty million dollars for the Longhorn Network. Right, that covers that buyout exactly. And to, and you know what, the SEC doesn't want Clemson and Florida State. You know why? Social media engagement. Their fans aren't very good on social media, and they don't want them. That's what I, – I forget what I read and said. They, they're not interested because their social media engagement is not – social media engagement is not – well, it really, used to be markets. And to be honest – And that's what screwed and, us. And, well, and, and then and the streaming thing might actually help us now. Exactly. Because it's not about markets, like you said, anymore. It's about social media engagement and streaming. And streaming. That's the biggest thing. You know, and, and really, honestly, Florida State right now is not Florida State from 10, 12 no, years ago. not at all. Just like Nebraska. And that's the other thing, too. I mean, you talk about – I mean, everybody says football moves the needle. We look at the SEC in the last couple of years. They've added Missouri, Texas, and Oklahoma. The Big Ten added Nebraska, Rutgers, and fucking Maryland. Yeah, that's because it was TV markets. That's what the SEC added Missouri because they wanted the, the you know that the St. Louis market. I mean, it's, it, that, the last set was based off TV markets. This is a totally different thing, which may which it's, may bode well for us. It, it, hopefully, it does. Either that or the SEC is going to just run their own. They're going to run their own shit. And just say, you know what, we don't even play you guys. And that's what, you know, there was a thing this week where the ACC, the uh, Pac-12, and the Big 12, or the Big 10, were talking about some sort of, like, scheduling alliance. Yeah. And they were talking about them, like, saying, like, you know, we're not going to play any top-tier SEC teams. I think what they're going to try to do, I think what the line of thinking, this is just me pissing in the wind, mm-hmm. I haven't read anything to corroborate this, is I'm just wondering if Oklahoma and Texas did not go to the SEC because – that didn't make their path any easier. Right. But, especially if the playoff stays at four, 
I think that's part of the thinking is they want to fuck them. Yeah. And say, okay, you want to go to the SEC? We're not going to – because if it expands to 12, there's no, they're not going to be nearly as concerned about and, getting And in. they don't want one conference to get four six or five, or seven, five or teams in yeah. and get all the money that comes with that. Yep. So they're like, screw that. Well, how are you guys going to get a monopoly on this? Yep. Like, we're gonna, so their choices are either having a scheduling alliance or expanding themselves. So – it's going to be interesting. It's well, not going to happen quick. It's, it's not going to ha- Well, there's going to be nothing, and this, whatever happens is going to happen fast. It's be, yeah. And that's what it's going to be. But, unfortunately, I think we've got this year to figure it out because I know Dave said something you know, about you know, them saying 2020. They ain't staying that long. Well, it's like somebody said. You don't get divorced and live with the other person for four more years. Right. It's, it's not it, happening. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. There's, there's but that, that Longhorn Network is the is the caveat because mm-hmm. it's they owe Texas $150 million. Yeah. And not that Texas would loan Oklahoma that money, but if it's going to make life easier on both but of them, the, the, yeah, that, cover, that covers the buyout. Exactly. You know, so I don't know. We'll see how all that shakes it out. Just suck. It sucks. It sucks. Honestly. Yeah. It, it just. We it just at sucks. this point in time, we just have to hope that when the music stops, we got a seat at the table. Yeah. Some days I'm optimistic that you know, listen to Dennis Dawn, and he's like the other teams, the other conferences don't see value in any of the big eight teams that are left. See, and I saw something that had a, uh, and again, you see all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you can make the numbers look however you yeah, want Yeah, exactly. To, but they had brand value. Right. And we were seventh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People recognize our, people recognize us. Yeah. I, I, I just don't see how, I don't see when it all shakes out, how we don't have a seat at the table and fucking Wake Forest does. Or Boston College. I mean, come or on, Vanderbilt. man. I mean, I just, I don't get that. There's three schools in the United States of America. Rutgers. That are in the top 20. In football and basketball wins. Texas, Notre Dame, and WVU. I, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And to think that we get we, left we, out. We get left out. So it sucks about college ball. These I days, know. It's, it's, it's not the same. It's going to be different, too, with all this name, image, and likeness. I know. It's, it's going to be a... Yeah. It's going to be interesting. So so piggybacking into that, this damn announcement yesterday is called the shit storm. <laughs> because... because we signed a two-for-one with Ohio. And, I mean, everybody's like, is that going to be a conference game? I mean, you know. Yeah. And then, of course, it's just a matter of time oh, so before said, Chuck Landon has uh, the over-under. The has exploded. The, Three, yeah, two, one. The, the over-under on Chuck Landon articles is probably four and a half. <laughs> because he wrote an article two or three weeks ago bitching about us playing UAB on the road. What he doesn't realize is Andy Kennedy was a Huggins assistant, yeah. and Huggins does that all the time. Yeah. And Andy Kennedy didn't show his ass and call Huggins out like fucking Dan Tony mm-hmm. did. We ain't playing him in basketball. I wasn't thrilled about it. I mean, I understand why yeah. we're with the, with the playoff expansion. We're one of four, I think, four teams this year that plays 11 Power 5 teams. Yeah. So, I, but I think the optics of it are we're got we're going to Athens that seats twenty five thirty thousand people. Yeah, exactly. So that's they put well, they it's like well, how come they're not playing Marshall? Going to that? I was like, well, they wanted a competitive game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was some jackass on Rivals started a thread today, and I've not seen him before, so I'm assuming it was a Marshall fan. Uh, he was like, all right, before all you idiots pile on, he's like, I don't understand why we won't just play a two for one with we won't play Marshall. And they were like, well, first of all, we offered them a two-for-one. They don't want it. They want a one-for-one. And he said, well, why not a two-for-two? They are like, that's the same thing. They, they said, one, what, what are you talking about? He was, like, he was like, well, I don't understand what the difference is between a two-for-two and a two-for-one. I was like, it's two fucking home games, you idiot. I said, hey, Chuck Landon, is that you? That's what I put on there. What's the difference between Apparently a two-for-two two and a two-for-two? Apparently they don't understand basic math. Yeah. Two-over-two two is the same as one-over-one. Yeah. One. Oh, I couldn't believe it. 
Oh yeah, I do. That's gonna be a shit story. No, it's. It, I'm just. Lane is just waiting. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just waiting. He's just waiting. He's in his sweatpants, oh, just man. getting ready. Jesus. <laughs> That's George's boy. Oh, it George Gannon. Oh, yeah, they're buddies. No. George and Chuck Land are oh, friends, right, George? George. <laughs> tell me no. Tell me no. Say it ain't so, George. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that, that'll be entertaining leading up to the kickoff. That'll mm. be entertaining. So, oh, yeah. We've had five new commitments since our last show. Travis Lathan, linebacker from Florida. Kevin Thomas, a four-star wide receiver out of Philly. Yeah, that's big. Raleigh Collins, a DB from Philly. Landon Livingston, offensive line from Indiana. And Christian Stokes, a DB from Michigan. So we've got 17 for this class. In the last four days, we had two walk-ons get awarded scholarships. One of those being that Grayson Malcevich Mal- from Spring Valley. So we're right now we're sitting about 18 in rivals rankings. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing well. I mean, I don't think – there might be one or two more, and apparently that – Nico, uh, quarterbacks. He's recruiting. I mean, he's recruiting for us. And, man, he is a quality dude, man. I mean, you can tell. But what's what's remarkable about this, and, I mean, I guess there's two ways of looking at it, but with all of this uncertainty about our future, it's amazing to me that these top-notch players are still committing to us. What's well, funny. Which kind of makes me wonder if maybe somebody <laughs> knows something I well, don't know. Well, Nico, when that thing said, you know, I was like, I was telling, you know, telling friends about, you know, the conference change and all that stuff, they so people were like freaking out, like, "Oh, he knows something that yeah, we don't know." Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and uh, hopefully that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. You know, go back to the conference thing. If there's ever, you're talking about a good situation, but if there's ever a chance for us to get an ACC, it's now. Gee's got a lot. Of, they've talked about this on sports. Did you Live. read an article in Metro News? They were, Hoppy wrote. May may he's got maybe ties or connections with like eight <laughs> different <laughs> schools. Exactly. So Jim Clements is the president of Clemson. Whip Babcock's of Virginia Whip Tech. Whip Babcock's of Virginia Tech. The guy at Wake Forest. Shane Lyons was the associate commissioner at North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, we've got the connections there. Exactly. I mean, if so we, we were ever in a position. To get in, it's now. The question is, I mean, they, they're, we need Notre Dame to come in. Notre Dame is probably going to be the caveat. Or they got, they're going to have but to But the other thing, too, is we move the needle in football, and the ACC – Aside from Clemson, has no momentum about football. None, none. I mean, Carolina's none. a flash in the pan right none. now. That ain't, and Florida State's down. Miami's been down. South Carolina has to Virginia use a Tech is terrible. No, there's SEC play. Virginia yeah. Tech is terrible. Virginia Tech is awful. We better beat them this year. Mm-hmm. We better beat the hell out. We, this is going to be a big year. We'll talk about the preview show coming up. But this is a big year because I think we need to really do well in the field. Position ourselves. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so fall camp started. It's we, we're we're two or three weeks we're two two and a half weeks in, yeah, and it sounds like we've got probably at least six or seven true freshmen that are going to play, yeah, from what I can tell. And in the last week, White Milam is coming on at right tackle. Hit with Parker Moore and battling. Parker battling, and he was and Milam was running with the ones yeah. at the last practice. Now I would venture a guess as to say they'll probably start more. But if they don't, center, right guard, right tackle will all be from the state of West yep. Virginia. You're going to have Zach Frazier, yep. Doug Nestor, and White Milam. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. That yeah. would be awesome. I did listen to this press conference. You're talking a little bit about fall camp. You, you, can always, you can't always tell what's happening or what they say. You know, that's always positive speaking. You can tell what they don't. And I forget who it was to. They were talking about how 
the interior, you know, they were doing well. The interior lines did well, but the, the defensive the defensive teammate, you know, had a few sacks, which makes me think that our interior is doing well and our tackles are struggling. Mm-hmm. But that scares me. Because <laughs> Deggy is not the most mobile quarterback in the world. He's not, but that means you're going to see a little bit more Garrett Green, maybe. Breaking contain. I don't know. From what I understand, he's it, just so wild. He, he busted he, off a 40 yard touchdown. He can run. run yeah, exactly. Well, but, but I mean, he can't complete a pass. Well, Good. Put him in there and let him run. <laughs> but he's going to have to. I mean, let him run. <laughs> but he said he throws the ball hard. I know. Brad Howe said he about broke his head. Yeah, he said he throws the ball hard. But, but, or he's but again, so we're not going to know until he gets in the game. Exactly. We're know that, they were talking about the sports line that, I'll, that same episode where like, they, they were seeing like a, at least a package game, but more mid, not in, in the red zone. Like I was thinking he'd, he'd be beneficial in the red zone. Bernie's just not accurate enough in the red zone to right now to put him in. I look at it like this. We saw what Daggy did last year. And all they've been talking about is how much improved he is in practice. I don't care about practice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So everybody says, well, Green's up and down in practice. I don't care. Let, let me see what he can do in the game. Yeah. You know? So I think our biggest improvement is going to be at the wide receiver. They said Bryce Wheaton body is completely different. And I think Vincent Wright's going to have a good year. And I, I think, think that's the kids. I think he is, too. Going to they said out. the Mesidor-Fraser battles in practice have been epic. Yeah. Which is which is they said Nestor's a beast. They and said he's going to I be. was surprised and I know I said it on this show that they moved him from outside to inside, but apparently I mean you doesn't matter where he lines up, you can't block him. Yeah. Exactly. So if you got a guy in the middle over the center they can't block, they got a double team, that's gonna free up all yeah, of the yeah, guys behind him exactly. to make plays. Exactly. Well I told you last time we talked, the difference in this defense, you know, the three three five stack, those front guys were just they were there to take out two guard or two two linemen at a time. It just yep. and so the linebackers make play. They want our defensive linemen to be playmakers, yeah. and, and that includes the nose guard spot. So well, and, look, and, and look what Darius Stills did. Like. Exactly. That, I think that transfer uh, that came in Middleton is going to be a big help there. Well, he's a big boy. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be a big eight. help there in the middle. Six eight. Oh. So and they said Justin Johnson, that running back, is going to be. He's going to play. Going to be okay. Yeah, which is good because we don't have a lot of depth. We don't have a lot of depth there. We don't have a lot of depth of safety. They were talking about was a sports line last night, night before last. We're well, young. It's a lot of freshmen. I mean, it's after I mean, the first. The, got, the first group is loaded with. Yeah, you got a dive, Mahone, Scott oh, Young, with, uh, with experience. Yeah, and there's and no experience. No, you got that Mallinger kids, a true freshman. Kerry Barnes is the only Kerry one Martin. that has any experience. Yeah, no, we're, after, we're young. Uh, we're young. That. We're young. Yeah, Charles after Woods, that first group, Jackie. Matthews, well, they said that Charles Woods kid, the 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 defensive backs coach, I can't remember his name, was uh, Dante Wright. Yeah, was talking about him and said, man. They like him as both corner and safety. So he'll be that that when we go into like a nickel or not nickel, we basically play nickel. We go into a dime, he'll be he'll be that on guy the, we bring in. That, that could be he could be safety and a cover guy yeah. on the inside. Yeah, the inside cover guy. So that's a good transfer to get right there too. No doubt. Yeah, he's a big because he can learn multiple positions. So we're gonna need some we're gonna need some big plays out of some of those young guys for sure. Mm. I did want to mention this too. I was wrong about the game times last episode. Yes. yes. Maryland's at three thirty. Yep. Long Island's at five, and the game that should be at one of those time slots is still at noon, which is Tech. I still can't believe that game. Bullshit. I still can't believe that game's at noon. Bullshit. Hmm. I am happy the other game because at three thirty, uh, Maryland's fine. I, I, sh- I thought I was gonna play in the Ryder Cup, uh, but get, this weekend is the uh, last tryout for the Ryder Cup team. And it's at the club championship, and I'm not playing in it because I'm going camping. Hmm. So, uh, so I thought I was going to play in the Ryder Cup. So I was happy that game was at 3:30. But uh, um, 
the next week is great because I have a, an actual work event that morning. <laughs> which means I can't go, which sucks. Yeah. But wait, no, that's the twenty fifth. No, it's September eleventh. Yeah. I got I got September eleventh work event, so I can't go to the game. So maybe that game's at five. Yeah. So I can get home and watch it. So we'll probably well, we'll not probably we'll do a preview show next week, man. Okay. Preview next like the overall season yeah. and then the game week. Yeah. Probably so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. All right, I back. know I know Bill's been asking about it, you know. Here we are, Bill. Oh uh, yeah, Bill. Next week preview show, buddy. Yeah. Set your DVR. <laughs> you you and the other five people uh, to listen I, to the show. And I'm going to bring it up next week. But I was right on all my predictions last year. Well, which was of the I can't remember what I whatever we finished up is what I predicted. At every game I picked right. Did you? Mm-hmm. Win or loss. Even the one we we didn't play. Even, no, well of course not that one. I'm just kidding. Wrong with you. <laughs> How much time you got? <laughs> That's an open-ended question. All right, let's take a break and hit the last segment. That's a long one. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to one more. And I'm going home and going to bed. Feels good to say. It does. It's been a while. All right. So, so we're we trying to get used to drinking out of this sippy cup. I know it's weird because it's got those little ridges on the top of it where we took the lid off. Yeah. And <laughs> it's it's just weird having beer that come out. Uh, <laughs> But ironically enough, whatever you yes. put beer so, in, it still so tastes good. So let me tell you about my, uh, we didn't talk about, if we could tell the chip story. We wasn't say that for another day. Uh, so let me tell you about my father-in-law. So first day of the goat tournament, it's the goat tournament. Golf, overindulgent, alcohol tournament. It's, you know, I don't get a, I don't get a week day drink that often. There's no, got kids, you know, tash you to day drinks, so I got to stay sober. So, yeah. so that's usually it. You know, so usually I don't do a lot of day drink, day drinking. So we got the first day of the go to him on Saturday morning, and we, we tit off at 9.30. I cracked my first beer before we even got started. We, I had three beers, four holes in. Nice. <laughs> so tell me, tells Tash, or tells Teresa, who's tells Tash, Tell you that Josh had three beers. We were in four holes. What are you guys married? Yeah, I was like, I was like, come on. God damn. <laughs> What's the matter? What's he doing? Count yeah, exactly. Right? We count my beer. Does he still listen to this shit? No. Oh. <laughs> we lost a whole lot of viewers. We did. We lost a lot of viewers. Sure. <laughs> we got a few loyal guys out there. All right. So who's telling the story? You are. You're, uh, you're first, right? All right. Four all questions right. to it. Uh, all right. So. We talked a little bit about the uh, camp and, and the lines, both sides. So my question to you is this. Uh, listening to Matt Moore earlier this week, he said when he got here in 2019, he was surprised at how bare the cupboard was. Yeah. And besides Colton McKittis, he didn't have anything. Matter of fact, I think he said that our second team this year was probably better than our first team that year. So looking at the line – We've got, they're all underclassmen. Yeah. Committers a junior. Frazier, Milam, Moore, White, and Hubbard are all some form of freshmen. Yeah. Nestor and Yates are sophomores. And Nick Malone, he's a, well, actually, I think he's a freshman too. Well, I think he's getting ready to get awarded a scholarship. And on the defensive line, you got Mesador, who's a freshman. We played last year, but it doesn't count. Yeah. You got Stills and Austin. Jordan Jefferson, another freshman. Jalen Thornton's an underclassman. Sean Martin's a freshman. Linnell Carr's a freshman. Hammond Russell's a freshman. And then that uh, Daryl Middleton from Tennessee, he's a senior. So, given what we've got coming back on both sides and given what you've heard so far, at the end of the year this year, 
do you think we're going to be more impressed with our O-line or our D-line? <clears throat> I think we're going to be from an, from an expectation Patience. standpoint. I think the O-line. I really do. I think, I think one, it's not, you know, home state pride, but those Washington boys can play. And the, the, those three are going to be a rock, and they are young. It is hard. Yeah. It's hard for a true freshman to play. Yeah. The, the hardest position for a true freshman to play, I would argue, is probably offensive line. Yeah. And Zach Frazier didn't look like a true freshman last year. No. And from everything I've heard, Wyatt Milam doesn't look like a true yeah, freshman. Yeah, and what's funny is they both are quote-unquote true freshmen this year. Exactly. Zach Frazier's yes. still a true freshman yes. this year. Yes. <laughs> and Doug Nestor, I mean, he's a beast. You know, yeah, we, we he's, got, he's got 22 starts under his belt. Yeah, exactly. Or 17. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, so not only that, but, I mean, we, we always forget about Hubbard. I mean, he was transferred. He, he, was, a, he was hurt last year. We talked about him big time, though. He still is still struggling to pick up the concepts apparently. But they got him backing up Yates at left tackle. Yeah, right but you know what? We only talk about Yates some more, and they played last year as freshmen. They and the guy that's played the most is Gamitter, and nobody ever mentions him. Nobody even mentions him. Yeah, I mean nobody mentions him. And they're high on Jordan White. Yeah, exactly. They talk about Jordan White almost every time I hear it. They don't talk about. And they're and Nick talk. Malone. They've been talking about him I mean, a lot too. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean I I don't remember our offensive line being this deep ever. I, I mean, we've, we've had talent on the offensive line. Um, Just hope it translates on the field. Exactly. But I, I don't remember us being this deep. Now, with that said, I'm impressed with our defensive line, too. I thought we I thought we were going to hurt. I mean, we play hard. We, we're still going to hurt a little bit depth-wise with Porter transferring. But the offensive, the defensive line is going to be dominant. Well, the first three are stout. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The first thing, it depends on how our backups go. How our, uh, it depends on how, I mean, I mean, Jordan Jefferson's a man. He's still only 19. And I, th- I think that's going to be the entire defense. I think the first team defense is going to be strong. I think so, too. I think, I mean, I know we lost Darius and Tony Fields and Tyke Smith, who, by the way, is out four to seven weeks. You see that? No, I didn't. He got hurt. Well, That's ironic. But in any event, I mean, you, you lost the three best players at all three levels. And I get that. Yeah. That's going to be hard to replace. But moving Mesador inside to replace Darius Steele, are you going to have a lot of drop-off there? I don't think so. I don't either. I don't either. And I if mean, Dante plays yeah. every snap like Darius did, he's going to have a breakout year. I think Dante's going to be And Taj Austin is not Bruce Smith, but he's he's a solid exactly. player. Exactly. Exactly. And they said Linnell Carr is the best pass rusher we have. And yep. he ain't even played yet. He ain't even played yet. And, and, and I, I think we and got that's a like good, a captain guy from Tennessee, and he's the biggest son bitch on the roster. Yeah, and I think we got a good group of linebackers. They said that uh, transfer from Penn State, Lance Dixon. They said they said he might not, it may not be early, but he could have a Tony Fields kind of. Well, and uh, they're high, and that kid from there. that Stevens kid from or Stevenson kid from Maine. Yeah, they're high on him. Yeah, so our defense, our first team defense, I think is going to be really good. The question is, is if we wear down and we have to start playing those freshmen. And it's not that they don't have ability; it's that they might not have the experience. And that's that is we you're gonna see some busted coverages in like Probably. the second quarter yeah. where we got some of the backups in. I think that's gonna happen quite a bit. And we just gotta hopefully our offense can overcome that. Yeah, that's that's gonna be the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah, but I agree. With, no, I agree. With, with, with with I think because I mean I guess we got higher expectations for the offensive line, so maybe it'll be the defensive line that'll be we'll be more impressed with. But see, it, see I, don't, I don't know. I don't know that I. For me, it was like you said earlier. You're hearing a lot of good things about the interior line. Yeah, I am still a little bit worried about the tackles. You got Stills, 
Mesador and, and Austin coming back on the defensive line. Jalen Thornton played a lot last yeah. year. The kid from Tennessee played. I think right now the expectation is that we're probably deeper or maybe better right now on the defensive line. Yeah. I just think at the end of the year, maybe it's just me hoping because the whole season is going to ride on how well that offensive line plays. Because of exactly, Dengue, Dengue is it's what he is. Cool. It's going to rely. I think on at the end line. of the year, only because I know what I'm predicting us to win, that it's, it's going to be the offensive line. Yeah, I think I think the whole I think the entire season. So the defense is going to be solid. It might not be as good. They're going to keep us in games exactly. Other than Oklahoma, probably. And, yeah. As long as if our offensive line can hold up and let Letty Brown run and, and give Deggy time, we could be really good. I think so too. Yeah. All right, speaking of uh, Deggy and Lady Brown, that brings me to my question. So what's more likely coming up this year? Deggy makes an all-Big 12 team, any level. B. Or Lady Brown not making any. Oh. (laughs) What is more likely? Well, let me see. Let me me backtrack. The running back from Iowa State's gone. Mm Mm-hmm. Running back from Oklahoma State's gone. I don't know who Oklahoma's running back has coming back, but they throw the ball enough to where I don't. We're gonna we're gonna rely heavily on Lady Brown. Yeah. So it's more likely. Which one's more unlikely? No, which one's more likely? Beggy making a uh, an All Big Twelve team no, it's or Lady not making any? <laughs> I told you. I'll probably. Me. I'll probably. I'm gonna have to go with Daggy, <laughs> only because. All right, maybe honorable meant God. Because <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, fuck, you got Brock Purdy and and, and Spencer Rattler. Yeah. So there's first and second team right there. Yeah. That's a loaded question. <laughs> Letty Brown's making a team. If if he says healthy. Letty Brown's making there's a team. No doubt. There's no doubt. Unless our offensive line is just five Matadors. And Daggy does what he did last year, yeah. which I know he completed 68% of his passes, but they were all 10 yards and in. Yeah. We had no downfield passing game. So I'd say I'd say Daggy making a team was more likely than Daggy Letty Brown not making a team. I, I agree solely on the fact that I don't see, if, if he's healthy, there's no way Letty Brown. I just I can't name another running back in the Big 12. But he didn't make first team. He was second team. The guy from. Well, no, I was I was I was Chuba Hubbard was going, and then I was stage running back. Breeze hit Hall. Hall, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's somebody else who made one. Maybe, maybe it wasn't Oklahoma. Or maybe it was Oklahoma. I can't remember who. There's another team. The other guy made the first team all Big Twelve. It wasn't Lady Brown, but Lady Brown's gonna make a team. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna run our offense through him. I mean, it's as simple as that. He's gonna he's gonna run out rod receiver. We're gonna run our offense through him. And the only thing that makes Deggy more likely is that. He might be he might be able to throw enough of those underneath stuff and let our wide receivers run where he can be like oh honor mention yeah that thing but well the other guy we didn't mention was Caden Prather I, I think he's I, gonna be a he's player he's gonna be a player he's a big kid too they said uh, uh, Brett Howell was talking about how much bigger he is in person mm-hmm. you, you think so yeah so I think it's more likely people say that about but, me a lot too. <laughs> Your ego, baby. You're a lot, you're a lot, you're a lot, you're a lot bigger. You're a lot bigger in person than you sound. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I thought you would think that was a. I thought that's a good question. Uh, it's, well, it's a thought-provoking. Question. Exactly. That's funny. You were all making with B, and then you were like, "Wait a second, hold on." Pop my brakes. All right. So my uh, my uh, next my last no, question. Ready, people? Yeah. So uh, it's a very generic. So, 
We went on vacation. You went on vacation with your family. I think we told the story about uh, you driving on the uh, on the interstate or the road and your dad not being able to keep up. Yes. Uh, I think we told that story. We you? did. We did. But what is your best vacation story? Do you remember any great, great vacation vacations. stories, either when you were younger or older? I mean, I remember going to, I don't know if I told this story or not. We went to Disney World when I was. I didn't know you went to Disney World. I went to Disney World twice. When I was a kid. Did they try to uh, get you to be like a... Oompa Loompa? No, that, joke, that joke's played out. First of all, I was a kid. At that point in time, I still had hope I would continue growing. It was only later in life that I realized I could overcome a lot of things, but genetics was not one of them. I was thinking more like a mousette or something like no, that. No, I don't no, think no, like Oompa Loompa no, was no. Disney. See, I don't want to answer the question now. Now I don't want to... I pass. I yield, I yield my time. Uh... We went to Disney World in 88 with the Ailers. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget, we had a good time. And this probably has nothing to do with actually having a good time on vacation. But at 10 years old, I will never forget this. We pull out of the Mount Hope exit, and we met them on the side of the road. Huh. Okay? Right there, as soon as you pass the Mount Hope exit. Okay. Right there. Yeah. You start up that yeah. hill. And, 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 and yeah. Big Frank and, and Sandy and Reagan, all the kids are in the car, or van. We pull up behind them. And I remember Frank getting out, coming over, talking to Dad, and Dad saying something about, boy, that was some game last night. We had beaten Syracuse to go oh. undefeated. Oh, yeah. Like it was 88. Okay. And he said, that was some game last night West Virginia played, didn't he? And Frank said, West Virginia played last night? Who'd they play? And I lost my mind. <laughs> I, I said, wait a minute. We're, what? <laughs> I can imagine. I was 10, and I couldn't believe it. College Park and go down the slide. I <laughs> the hell with the teacups. I don't give a shit about Epcot Center. Fuck. <laughs> that still is embedded in my Yay, mind. Like, How could you not know? know? <laughs> oh, I know that's not really what you were shooting for, but that's no, no, but well, that's, that's, that's a great vacation story. My, mine is not really happy or positive either. When uh, when Tash and I drove to the uh, and, and Isaac drove to the Grand Canyon. We, we decided to make multiple stops on the way out there. It's like you know 27 hour drive. So we, we drove to Missouri, spent the night there, and then we went to Oklahoma uh, uh, City and spent the night with uh, her friend um, Amy. And spent you know we had dinner there, and then we went to New Mexico, spent a night, and we went to Arizona, spent a night, and we went to Grand Canyon, camped for three days. Then we decided we were just gonna drive back the entire you know just far as we drive, spend the night wherever we get to, and then drive the rest. Just come back in two days. It'll be a two and a half. But, uh, <laughs> so we're driving, and we're getting through Texas. All right. And Tash has decided to give up smoking. Because. Did she? Well, at, at that time. Oh, at the time. Because they don't sell any cigarettes anywhere near the Grand Canyon because you're not allowed to have cigarettes in okay. the Grand Canyon. So there are no places to buy cigarettes. So she didn't have any for three days camping. Okay. So she was like, well, might as well just give it up. <laughs> Maybe it's time for me to give up smoking. So, so she was already in a, the the withdrawal of cigarettes. Yeah. I've been there. Dude. I've been there. So we're driving through Texas, and we're on a five-lane highway, and there's a sign for Jimmy John's. And she's like, ooh, she loves Jimmy John's. And she's like, let's go to Jimmy John's. And I was like, I, I'm in the left lane. I'm in the passing lane. And I was like, I cannot make it. I'll over five. I know you want to do the family guy thing. 
Good luck, everybody else. I turn left. I make eight lane change with no signal. I was like, I can't do that. I was like, I can't. I was like, we're in Texas. There's got to be another spot right up here. Jimmy John's or something else we can do that. God damn it. There, for the next half hour, there wasn't even an exit. Nothing. Uh, and then the few that we ran to were like Denny's for the next hour and a half. Awesome. And she was like, I don't want to go to a Denny's. So she was mad. And then I was frustrated. So I was just like, I just push her out of the car. I don't think anybody will ever know. <laughs> I was like, I just... Leave well, like she a, was sleeping a girl. Like like I, I don't vacation. know what happened. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she just rolled out. I don't know what happened. But we that's funny. We, so we we kept driving. We came like the northern route, uh driving where we were and, and uh and uh finally we at two hours we're like, all right, we're gonna eat a Denny's. So they, so at least we ended up eating a Grand Denny's. Slam breakfast. <laughs> two hours literally there was nothing but Denny's and a two hour stretch of the highway. I was like, what the hell are we in? <laughs> what stretch are we in? But even a, uh, I'll never forget that. You know, the Grand Canyon is also, if anybody's ever gone, this words don't describe it. Pictures don't describe it. you got to go see it. But, and like Niagara Falls, words don't describe it to you, actually. Or pictures don't describe it to you there. But that, that's, I'll never forget from that story, that whole, I was like, I'll, I could just push her right out of the yeah, car. She's <laughs> Nobody will, the difference. nobody will ever know. It'll be fine. It'll be good. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Oh shit. All, All right. right. So I'll be this is this is short, sweet, to the point, just like me. So That's, uh there's three things wrong. Everything you, you just said was wrong. Let me ask you this question. Okay. So school's back in session now. Is there a bigger <laughs> state road travesty? Somebody should be fired. Then, a week before school starts, we shut down the Euler Avenue Bridge. Somebody should be fired. That is the... Whoever scheduled that should be fired. Dumbest fucking For thing. those who don't know, <laughs> there was two entrances, three now, into the Oak Hill School Complex facility. There's Almond Street, which usually is an exit. There's Backway on your road. There's Halstead, yeah. which is where the buses come. Yeah. And there's Euler slash Virginia. Yes, they shut down Euler Avenue with a bridge there. So now there's literally just two for a high school, a middle school, an intermediate school, and, and an elementary school, and a Botech. Yes. There are five schools and two entrance and exits. This is the dumbest thing I've and, ever seen. And they don't work on it during the day. They only work on it at night. Yeah. And it's going to be till November. Oh, my God. They should, I saw them put, they those, be stop, fired. They put those stoplights up. And I thought, and now that the stoplights, fuck, at one point in time, it was you got to yield this way. Then they just shut the they fucking They shut down. You can't even go across the bridge. Yeah, you can't go across can't the bridge. Can't go across the bridge at all. That it's the, the worst damn decision now, the, ever. The, the, Construction going on at 77 past Harper Road, which has been going on since the Ford administration. Oh, my God. I'm not really sure it's what. It's never going to finish. I'm not really sure what. I'm not even sure what we're doing. I there. don't even know why. Why do you need four lanes? You don't. In Beckley. You don't. There, there's not even traffic that's there the now. That's the only thing I can think that's comparable. <laughs> but, I mean, from a duration standpoint, I know it took a little while to build that road from Summersville to, to I-79, which that's understandable. Yeah. That's a big stretch of road. But the stretch road in Beckley is not that long. Mm. But neither one of those, those pale in comparison to the fucking idiotic, idi, whatever the word is. Yeah. To, lunacy. It was, they've had, they had all last year when there was COVID, they had the summertime, 
They could have done it at any other time. They, they the two weeks left like the week that force going like we're gonna shut the bridge. Oh down. my god. You should live on Homestead. Because oh. now all the all the teachers come in and out of Homestead oh, for middle school and all the all the parents who drop off at middle school come out our road. So Jamie, my neighbor, she lost her voice the first day yelling at people, Slow down! <laughs> That, it's miserable. That is literally, from a state road standpoint, it's the, the dumbest, dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my dumbest life. Dumbest decision. I mean, literally, and it's funny, I, well, we were driving back from uh, Niagara Falls uh, or Pittsburgh, and I told Tash, like, whoever did all that should be fired. It's whoever, whoever, whoever scheduled that, that person needs to be fired. Get him out. And it, well, I got home, and we were talking to Tony. He was like, man, whoever scheduled that should be fired. I said, I said the fucking same yeah. thing. I was like, they need to be fired. I couldn't believe it. So, I still I'm, can't believe it. I still, I'm still, I mean, DOH does a lot of stupid shit. I mean, let's face it, they that do a lot of stupid shit. That takes the cake. That takes the, the cake. cake, the ice cream, well, and everything else. Let's work on the bridge that, in, that leads to the school system. All, all, the, all of Fick County basically goes yes. to, to that area Everything now. is in one centralized and, location. And let's shut down the one of the main yeah. entrances there. What could possibly go Two wrong? Two weeks before school starts. What could possibly go wrong? God. Oh, Jesus Christ, have mercy. We okay, got, so we're in agreement on that. We got idiots. We got idiots who run That wasn't more of a question. That was more of a declarative. Yeah, statement. it was more of a venting. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to agree with me. Oh, my was, God. That's why I didn't bring up back to school before we started, because I was afraid you were going to ask something similar. Oh, I was, so, I was on the uh, I was on the porch today. Like, I, I get, I was like on the bus. I was like on the bus, you know, early at 6.45. And then Evelyn's catching the bus now. So Evelyn's going to kindergarten, and she's catching the bus. That was a whole debacle to get her to get on the bus. But, uh, you know, cause she, she has to have an aide. Somebody's got to, you know, they got to turn the seat, put a strap on and everything. But, but she gets the bus, which is nerve-wracking on its own. But so today, I get on the bus, like, well, that's a nice day. I will sit here and, and uh, you know, work on the porch for a while. So I was working on the porch. Because we're basically remote now. Being a, you got to wear a mask in the office, and I can't stand wearing a mask in the office. No. So I want to go in on Wednesdays now. So, uh <clears throat> so I was home and I work on the porch and I say here, Josh! And I was like, look over at Stephanie Woods. Well, whatever her married name is now. She said you had a good time at the wedding. I did. <laughs> I did. Did Tom drive you there or Janae drive you there back? Janae drove both of us. Yeah, yeah. How, how, how uh, functioning were you guys on the way back? I was actually pretty Actually, I, was, I had my facilities about me, my faculties about me. I was okay. You have facilities and faculties. I got both. <laughs> Might have had something else with an F. Who knows? But Tom was likely. It was a long night. It was a long night. Where was that wedding? No, the Confluence Center. That's right. Like, where was the reception? Same place? Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. We were in, I know we're over time, but we were sitting there, and, and we had gone to Larry's cabin earlier before the wedding because his farm's like right near there, and we'd had about four or five big Grey Goose drinks and shit. So we get in there, and they're all, everybody's gathered around that rock. And the guy's up there saying a prayer. It might have been Angela Garvin because she officiated. Yeah. We're all sitting there quiet. And I guess Larry thought we were at the point where the prayer was over because whoever was talking stopped and Larry said, Amen. <laughs> it, it, wasn't, it wasn't time for Amen. So, so, of course, we all start laughing like we're at a football game. Yeah, it's like... So, about four, four or five sentences later, the Amen opportunity presented itself and Larry redeemed himself. <laughs> Yeah, I laughed my ass off. That is hilarious. Like, amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs>
<laughs> no, he wasn't listening to the one no, he was saying. Anyway. He was just waiting for them to wrap it up so we can get to the bar. Exactly. All right, man. Well, more than, uh, well, I guess next week we'll do uh, a preview show, then yeah. season starts. Amen. All right, man. One more, I'm going home, I'm going to bed. One more, I'm going home, I'm going to bed.